Welcome back to the Goddess Nurturer podcast. Today we've got another Ask Brent question from a Goddess Gang member. And it goes a little something like this. Dear Brent, how do I forgive my parents for not teaching me enough? I'm running into some challenges in my healing business and I think they stem from my childhood. I suck at being disciplined and I blame it on my upbringing. I tell myself I've forgiven my parents because I've moved forward, but I don't know if that's true. I just let things go, or at least I think I have until it becomes clear that certain things still have a hold on me because I still get triggered. I need to forgive my parents for not knowing better and just trying to live life. They didn't prioritize me. My mom was never a mom. She left me and my dad when I was young. I grew up striving to be the opposite of her. Meanwhile, my dad didn't dig deep enough to be a father. He was just a provider. Instead of communicating with me when I did something wrong, he just put me on punishment. He didn't communicate much at all. We don't really have a relationship now. We're just cordial. There's no real bond between us. My mother refuses to do the soul searching to grow, whereas I feel it's very important for people to always be working on themselves. It's almost a love language for me. They're both still struggling. They don't finish anything. I have to inspire and motivate them. I don't wanna be 50 and struggling. At the end of the day, I just feel like they are two people who should not have come together to make a child. And now I'm always battling to not be like them. I hold it against them that they didn't give me much to work with and I'm always looking to learn something they should have taught me. I feel like I wasn't raised, I just grew up because that's what people do. And now I find myself getting mad over things I have no control over. I never had any discipline because I was never taught discipline. I think that's what I get most upset about. I had no lessons as a child. I just grew up trying not to be like them. How do I get over this and move forward for real this time? Signed, angry at my parents. Well, isn't that relatable? I get it. I've been there. And not that long ago, might I add. So dear angry at my parents, first of all, thank you for sharing your story and your pain with me and our community. So many others I know are grappling with similar feelings. You have no idea how many you are helping just by being vulnerable and shining a spotlight on this issue. Now, first of all, like I said, I can totally relate to what it sounds like is deep resentment you're harboring towards your parents. I've grappled with the same feelings towards my own, so I know firsthand how difficult it can be to process those emotions and move forward for real this time like you said hopefully i can provide some perspective and a couple tools to help you start doing that here in this episode so you mentioned you're a business owner running into some challenges around discipline or lack thereof and they've sort of triggered these deep feelings of resentment in you i can see how that would be frustrating and again i've been there Now, before we move forward from this point here, when people think situations hurt us, 
we have to allow ourselves to have and experience the full extent of our feelings. And of course, we don't like to feel bad. And so the natural reaction is usually to fight against our negative or icky emotions that we don't want to face. However, the fact that you're here asking how to forgive someone or two people, two very important people to you and truly move forward with your life so you can thrive says that deep down, you really do long to feel free from this narrative and from your parents' negative effect on you or what you're seeing as their negative effect on you and how they continue to keep you stuck. So step one here, I'm gonna talk to you about four steps. The first is to allow yourself to experience the full spectrum of your emotions, not just the ones that make you feel good. Life doesn't always feel good, as we know. And as much as we saw our parents as gods, as children, the fact is they are and were human. Just allowing yourself to be more flexible and in the flow of life and not so rigid about your beliefs and how you are seeing people and how you're choosing to define meaning to circumstances that you were in or are in. Be flexible in the meanings that you give to things in life, in the characteristics that you assign to others in your life. It's gonna help you to roll with the tide, okay? So allowing life to be life and for your parents to be human and for you to be angry about their humanness, especially when it comes to the ways in which their shortcomings failed you, that's going to be the key to your freedom. You mentioned not truly having forgiven them and just getting used to quote unquote letting things go. But it's obvious you haven't quite let it go because it's eating at you which becomes obvious when you get triggered by instances that put a spotlight on your lack of discipline. I think you may have just gotten used to being expected to let it go and telling yourself that you have because that's what kept you safe from having to deal with the ways in which your parents failed you and the meanings you internalized about who you are, what you're worth, what you can expect from people who claim to love you, etc. Is that making sense? I don't blame you. There's a lot to face here and to begin processing, especially on your own. So with all that said, I'd first encourage you to just sit with your feelings and own them. Whatever feelings that you have surrounding your parents and their neglect, because that's what we're talking about. Beginning with righteous anger that is Anger that is suitable, it's deserved, it is not unreasonable. Women, we have a tough time embracing our anger. It's not. Ladylike, we were shamed a lot out of embracing anger and aggression as children and growing up and even to this day. And then also it kind of feels uncontrollable when you really allow yourself to be in that space 
it becomes tough to come out of it, right? It can begin to take over and spill into and taint other areas of your life. It's like, all right, when I start recognizing my anger towards my parents and I have to recognize my anger towards my significant other and my kids and my job and, you know, my boss and all these other areas of life that are not aligning with my expectations and my desires. And that sounds overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So we start here because this is what is consciously coming up. The anger that you have towards your parents. And even beyond that, sadness, dissatisfaction, at being treated unfairly when you were most needing love, guidance, protection, support, a strong foundation. Anger, sadness, and dissatisfaction. These are three key players when it comes to resentment. The field of resentment. You have every effing right to feel those things. So feel them. Don't fight yourself. Don't create unnecessary internal battles against yourself as well as the ones that you're fighting against your parents. That's just too much. Let yourself have your feelings. Part of why you've been letting things go so easily is because you likely didn't feel allowed to have your feelings, especially if they were negative towards your parents. Like you said, your father didn't listen to you. He just went on and punished you. He didn't talk to you. He didn't try to understand where you came from. And this punishment acted as a silencer and invalidated your experience. Now you're continuing to carry along that narrative on really your father was likely most comfortable punishing you. And underneath that, there's there's fear, right? So if you're doing something that he sees as wrong or unacceptable or whatever, there's fear that you will continue on in that behavior, create a pattern that will damage you moving forward in life. There's also likely a lack of knowledge around how to communicate with a child. And then that old school mentality also said that, you know, <laughs> kids were... not much more than extensions of their parents. And that old school mentality that, you know, you should stay in a child's place. Um, you don't have to speak to your children. They just need to, you know, do as I say, not as I do type thing, you know, all those like dogmatic views around the parent-child relationship. It did not involve communicating <laughs> a lot of times um, with your child beyond what was necessary. So you have to think about the mindset that's behind and that was behind these actions
you have to learn to let things go and move on. Otherwise, it would be too painful to have those feelings and express them looking for understanding or love, validation, just to end up shut down or punished again, right? I can be the same way, honestly. I let things go easily, or so I tell myself, and turn my needs and expectations of others all the way down and and the expectations I have of myself all the way up. (laughs) And this helps me to protect myself and avoid being um, disappointed or rejected or punished for having my own feelings towards other people or standards of behavior. I remember how freeing it was for me when I finally admitted to my husband that I could feel the anger I had towards my parents, which had been simmering deep, deep below the surface of my cool, nonchalant exterior. But I didn't know how to really engage them, if that makes sense, those feelings. I didn't know how to tap into them like what I was supposed to do with them it's like I was afraid to act from that place or engage it fully because then again it would overtake me and it would overflow into other areas of my life if you can relate to this I suggest taking it to your journal first and foremost rage on the page girl just release everything that's pent up within you Ask all the questions you might have, might not have asked before, and exactly the way you want to ask it. Right now is not a time for shame or holding back. No one is reading this. So even if you want to scream, why the fuck did you even have me if you weren't going to care? Like another client of mine did with me. We raged together. That is exactly what you say if that's how you feel say it it's 100% acceptable I know the phrase let that shit go it's popular you know but it isn't always helpful in and of itself I would add process that shit then let that shit go okay <laughs> we can't just let stuff go like if we don't deal with it it doesn't leave us And really, these things don't ever completely leave us. What it is to let it go is to allow those feelings to transform. Allow those meanings that we've been giving old situations and this old narrative to transform into something else that's going to be more fruitful and useful for you. Because you can't change, you know, the past. And you're never going to really 100% let it go that you feel like your parents failed you honestly like can you see yourself doing that but that doesn't have to be your story that narrative can transform all right so first own and validate your full the full spectrum of your feelings that's step one step two release yourself from any responsibility you feel like you have to make your parents better it sounds like a big one for you based off of what you shared. You mentioned feeling like it's your job to inspire and motivate them, but it's not. 
it's not your job. I get you wanting to be there and, and for them to have the best, their best, but that is completely their call. You are not Ayala sent here to fix their life. You were sent here to be their, their child, their offspring, their legacy. And especially while you're still feeling some type of way about what they did not do to help create a solid foundation upon which to start your life, you cannot fix theirs. By adding their troubles to your plate before you are anywhere near where you want to be, you're just creating more resentment towards them within yourself. This is your inner control freak rearing her ugly head, okay? Don't let her win. It's also important to, again, note the generational gap here. So it's 2022 and self-improvement or development is all the rage, right? I think a lot of people would agree with you when they say that it feels like a love language to be working on yourself so you can show up better in your relationships. Shit, I know that's like a love language for me too, girl. And when we work on ourselves and then we come together, we elevate our connections and we expand collective consciousness. I get it. However, this is a very new and Aquarian age kind of concept. Your parents are from a completely different world and time. If they don't want to do the work to improve themselves and their lives, that's their choice. You have to accept it. You have no choice but to accept what your parents are accepting for themselves because doing anything other than that is only creating unnecessary resistance in your life. Recreating struggle when there, where there does not have to be one. Does that make sense? Their life is their choice. As the saying goes, we have to let people who have can I say it right? We have to let people have their bottom. <laughs> it's Mercury retrograde, y'all. And I just got finished drinking some coffee. So you got to mind, <laughs> um, you know, the flow of my language. Like I trip over my words so bad during Mercury retrograde. But anyway, let people have their bottom. Sometimes people are comfortable in struggle because that's all they've ever known. And those people often get triggered and even defensive when other people try to push them out of their, their nest, their struggle nest. So stop making their struggle your responsibility. Sure, be encouraging, show up in loving kindness as much as possible. But other than that, focus on yourself so you don't keep adding fuel to the fire of your resentment. Thirdly, let's try to shift your perspective a bit when it comes to why they did not teach you more, okay? I know that you logically understand that they didn't teach because they, I mean, you said it, you said um, they didn't know any better. They were just trying to live life. 
I think you logically know that. I also think that below the surface of that, because it does hurt you, is more of a story that goes like, well, if they, they would have taught me more if they cared more. Or if they really loved me, they would have showed me more. They would have better prepared me for the world. They would have helped me to be successful. That type of thing. So we want to go from that. We want to first acknowledge that, if that is the case. Because I know you didn't say it. But the hurt is coming from somewhere. So, I mean, if you really felt that in your bones, that they just did not know better, and you really accepted that, you wouldn't be as hurt by the lack of teaching. I think that the hurt comes from a feeling of being unloved and therefore unprepared to deal with certain things in your life. And... Therefore, now there's resentment. So while you have a logical understanding of them really not knowing certain things and not being able to share with you what they didn't know, you also need an understanding that these two flawed, ill-suited people didn't know they were hurting you and that in the midst of their own unhealed wounds and their own inner battles they could not see clearly what you needed from them and therefore respond to that need beyond that they also likely didn't have a lot of knowledge that you are now searching for they probably are still searching for it themselves whether they know it or not For example, you're a business owner, right? Did either of your parents own a business? Did they know that you wanted to grow up to own a business? Do you realistically believe that self-discipline is something that they were capable of teaching you based off of the lives that they're living right now? Especially when it comes to working for yourself or growing a successful business you say they're still struggling right and that means they likely lack money management and time management skills self-esteem possibly education self-awareness the list goes on so my guess is probably not they probably weren't um you know they probably didn't possess the, the tools to teach you and then sometimes people possess certain tools and they just don't know how to teach them just because someone has seemingly mastered something in their own lives does not always make them capable of teaching it to somebody else these are like completely different skill sets listen all parents screw up their kids somehow some way I know I'm screwing up mine somehow some way <laughs> <laughs> That's just kind of something that I've had to come to terms with because if you don't, you'll go crazy trying to be the perfect parent. It's inevitable. All we can do is the very best we can with what we have. 
we can try to equip our kids. Yes, I do agree with you that, hey, as parents, we have a responsibility to give our kids, like my husband would say, a fighting chance in life. That means creating a stable enough, solid enough foundation upon which to grow, to thrive, to at least, the very least, protect and take care of themselves once they are out of our care. So I'm not saying any of this to excuse your parents. To be frank, some people just have no business becoming parents or maybe just they weren't ready at that stage in their lives. But can you imagine becoming a mom and your kids, who you love so much, they grow up to judge you solely on what you did wrong? From parenting to life in general, just what you did wrong. That's all they were able to see. And they walked around with this core of resentment about all the things that you did not do for them. Not knowing whatever it is that you're going through right now. So think about what it is that you have going on in your day-to-day life right now. The struggles, the fears, the anxieties, the worries, the stress. And on top of those things, you try to be your best parent possible. And instead of receiving any empathy or compassion or understanding or even just a, you know, a conversation, they wrote you off and only wanted to see the negative things. None of what you did right in their lives and in the lives of others even. How you contributed positively to our collective experience, to the lives of your clients, your customers, to their lives, how you made their lives easier, more safe. When you were there for them, It always helps to put ourselves in another person's shoes so that compassion and empathy can grow. A little compassion can go a long way. Not only in softening your heart and combating the bitterness you feel, but also in the lives of your children and other people you care about. I mean, you're a healer. This step alone could help clear a lot of blocks you might be experiencing in your service business. Compassion, empathy, they will take you far. And when you've got those on lock, people feel it. So that's number three. Lastly, four. You got to let that old story of doing all you can to avoid being like your parents go for good. You have to let that go. While it might have worked in fueling you as a kid, And even as a young adult, it's now starting to hold you back. I can tell by the number of times you mentioned it. You are, again, a healer. So I'm sure you understand how manifestation works. We manifest with our attention and emotions, not necessarily with what we say we want. Though words are powerful, emotion is 
even more powerful. Words are powerful emotion triggers because of what they bring to mind and then spark in the body as feelings. Therefore, if you think, I have to make X amount of money. I can't end up broke like my parents. You're still manifesting brokenness and ending up like your parents. Your subconscious mind isn't recognizing the negating factor. Only the subject matter and the strong feelings attached. So that's why we want to focus only on what we do want and the positive feelings that our desires spark within us when manifesting. Listen up. (laughs) I'm about to say something that can either repel you make you want to click off I'm just kidding it shouldn't be that bad or it can free you depending on how you choose to receive it I'm hoping it will do the latter your parents do not matter they don't matter today your childhood does not matter today they're just a scapegoat you're using to explain why you feel weak or incapable in a particular area of your life. But the fact is, they truly could not matter less in this moment in time. Because you can't create with the past. You can only create with the present. So I hear all the time, of course, and this is something that happens a lot in traditional therapy. Talk about, you know, childhood traumas and the way you were raised in hopes of kind of like discovering the um, the protective mechanisms the fear-based responses that we developed in response to certain situations within our childhood but that's only to bring up how it's impacting you today so that we can evolve and move forward The subject matter of the past and stand on it for freaking years or whatever, like that's completely, it's completely irrelevant. It's completely ineffective. Truly, as long as you can highlight those ways in which you've gotten used to responding because of things that happened in your childhood, if you can pinpoint those, you don't need, you don't need the past anymore. It's completely irrelevant. Hope I'm making sense here. We talk. We we are gonna do a lot of this in Goddess Trance, and we'll talk about that in a second. But you don't need the past anymore. There's nothing for you there. While the brain, out of habit, constantly connects the present to the past in order to inform decisions, therefore keeping you safe, and determine how something should make you feel something should make you feel right because in reality you're completely in charge of how you choose to feel about something you can go with what's automatic because you know this is how you felt when it happened to you in your childhood so in your childhood there was neglect or whatever And that made you feel sad, abandoned, frustrated, lost, 
any of those. That is something that you're used to feeling in response to this scenario. But what if we flip that today and chose another feeling? Your present reality has absolutely nothing to do with your past. The events taking place in your life now are completely separate and distinct from your past. Think of dominoes, you know, get the game, dominoes. Now imagine yourself lining them up one by one. And then, you know, you have it in this nice little design. Maybe you have like a swirl pattern or something like that. Can you see it in your mind? Now imagine tipping over that first one. What happens? One by one, they begin to tumble over, right? One knocks into the second. The second knocks into the third. The third knocks into the fourth. The fourth knocks into the fifth. On and on and on it goes until... It's done. And the last one falls over. They collapse in a way that makes it seem like it's one event. When in reality, each domino falling is its own individual event. These dominoes are not like tied to each other. They don't have a string that's going from one to the next to the next. They're not stuck together in any way. Every domino is its own individual piece. It just looks like this is one continuous event because of them being spaced so closely together that the first can't help but to knock over the second, can't help but to knock over the third, can't help but to knock over the fourth. Make sense? One is falling right after the other. And so it gives the illusion that all of these dominoes are related. This, how, this is how our brains compress events in our lives. And then we give the events meanings and emotionally react to those meanings that we gave the events. I hope you're listening because this is how you take back your power, okay? Again, our brains naturally compress events in our lives it is a protective mechanism as well because you can now look back to certain things that happened in your past in the present moment when something similar happens and you can say oh well when this happened this is how i felt and this is what was really going on and i didn't know it or whatever and so now you might make a different choice that's more safe for you but the good part about this the way that our brains like to compress these events because just because something happens now that was reminiscent to something that happened in the past doesn't necessarily mean the same is true for today as was back then it's only becoming that because that's the meaning that you're giving it but the good part about this is it means you can choose the meanings of the events in your life in smart ways and strategic and intelligent ways that benefit you and what you're creating instead of making you feel crappy and out of power, out of touch with your power or powerless and leading you to a miserable life. Even though that first domino kicked off the chain reaction, it did not cause the last domino to fall. 
the domino right next to it did. We can't create with our pasts. The past only has as much power as we give it. Your past will only remain alive and relevant as long as you continue to feed it with your attention and negative feelings. There's nothing left for you there. You have better places to be, to be than in your past. <laughs> and you don't want to go back there. So why the hell we keep referring to it? And giving it importance. We have to embrace today. Decide today who we are or want to be. Who we are evolving into today. And we have to address today's challenges with the utmost gratitude that these are the types of issues we are facing instead of the challenges of our foremothers. And we got to face those challenges from the perspective of today. Some challenges really are better than others, by the way. Right? Perspective. All this is about perspective. So your parents didn't teach you things. That freaking sucks. Seriously. I, I feel you. It does suck. And now, isn't it amazing you have the time, power, and resources to learn these things with much greater ease than women did back then? Than your great great grandmother had, than even your mother had. So you have some reparenting to do. You've got some educating to do, that's fine. This reparenting will make you respect the hell out of yourself. Way more than your parents probably respect themselves at this point. I mean, really. And your new knowledge is going to serve you and those in your bloodline who come after you. So that you can serve your kids better. You can no longer afford to be that little girl doing all the things that she can to avoid becoming her parents. That story is old. And putting your focus on them, you're increasing your chances of becoming them. Regardless of how you grade them. They did their parenting duty. You're here, healthy and intelligent enough to recognize the injustice that was done and the work that it's going to take to to fix it, to balance it out. And now it's your turn to take the reins and take over as teacher, mentor, guide, mother, even just to yourself. All it takes to disassociate from this old disempowering narrative as the little girl looking for guidance is to decide today that you are now the grown ass accomplished woman paving her own way and you're figuring it out just as most entrepreneurs have to do even the ones who had amazing parents one key lesson for me in this same situation was that I couldn't baby myself. I could not baby myself and also be the woman that I wanted to be. I could not baby myself and also feel like at my core, like a capable, 
self-directing adult. It's one or the other. Remother yourself and you'll become more nurturing of those you care about, starting with yourself. To do this, speak kindly to yourself. Be willing to see your beautiful aspects. Lovingly meet your needs. Look at yourself in the mirror as though you are the most beautiful, precious being that ever graced this earth. Give yourself the right love advice. These are just some examples. To refather yourself and become more disciplined. Stop letting yourself off the hook and follow through with what you say you will do. Set time limits for yourself. So, you know, if you have, for example, as an entrepreneur or a business owner, I know this is a challenge. You might have five tasks that need to get done. And so you just say, I'm going to do these tasks today. And then you realize that by number two, it's already five in the afternoon and, you know, you're still on number two, right? That's because you likely got distracted. That's because you didn't set any boundaries around your time. You can take a day to do something or you can take an hour or two to do that same damn thing. It's up to you. But that's going to determine how your week pans out how your day pans out, how your week pans out, and how you're going to feel about yourself and what you accomplish at the end of the month. Right? It's up to you to fill your time in a way that's smart. Obviously, a task that could take two hours should not take all day. If you say, I'm going to get this done in two hours, get it done in two hours, then move on. These are ways that you can start to discipline yourself. Put yourself on a reasonable routine. Stop checking it out during the workday and wasting time on things that don't matter, meaningless activities, you know, um, things that are distracting. If you know that listening to something on YouTube or watching a particular whatever, I don't know, like something on your, your lunch break is going to like put you off. It might disrupt your spirit. It might disrupt your spirit talking to a particular person during your work day. These are things you need to be mindful of and conscious of and act accordingly around. So don't talk to people that's going to distract you or piss you off during the work day and you have to carry that energy or, you know, shake off that energy before your next thing. Mm -mm. Boundaries. Recognize the ways in which you're used to creating drama in your life starting in your mind to emotionally react to and cut that shit out. For example, if you're communicating with a guy, somebody that you're talking to, and, you know, you're getting to know this person and you might be texting back and forth. First of all, that's already distracting, but whatever. And then they, like, stop texting you or they say something that, rubs you the wrong way or makes you start thinking like what did they mean by that now your mind is going into a whole nother dimension than what's right in front of you right now and you're supposed to be focused that means that that whole exchange might need to happen later on in the evening we create a lot of drama for ourselves within our minds first and then we emotionally react to that and it completely throws off our day
This happens all the time, consistently, for every single human alive. Well, besides like, you know, monks. <laughs> really, it happens for most humans. Huh. Another one, tell yourself the truth and protect yourself from people or situations that are not in alignment with your highest good. Stop lying to yourself. Stop letting people waste your time. I can go on and on, but these are ways that you refather yourself and remother yourself. And these are ways you dissociate from that old narrative that's not serving you anymore and keeping you in a childlike state. These are ways to begin empowering yourself. So from this day forward, you're no longer going to blame. You're not allowing yourself to blame your upbringing or your parents. Not because they didn't have an impact, but because they no longer do. So to spend energy dawning on how far behind you feel is only pushing you further behind. You got to keep your momentum going. Can't waste time feeling bad about things that happened in, in the past. That slows you down. That crushes your momentum. When your momentum is crushed, you lose confidence, you lose focus and your business suffers. And you're much easy, much more easily distracted by other things, which is only going to slow you down even more. Because when your momentum is up, you're going, going, going. You don't have time to sit in your fields and examine your past. You're focused on now and what's coming next. This is precious energy that you have to use. You have a choice in how you use it. But the intelligent way, which you know, is to use it to brush up on those skills that you're talking about that you haven't been taught. So you can slingshot yourself further than you've ever been and further than they've ever been. One day, you're going to look back and either A, be so grateful you chose to exit the victim state and take your life completely into your hands, or B, you're going to think about how good you had it then, which is now, okay, then is now, but we're talking about future you, so just think about that, the future you could either be thriving or looking back on this moment kicking yourself for not making the most of the time and resources you had to become your favorite success story your own success story people no matter if it's your parents your spouse your kids whoever people can only meet you as far out as they're able to go and meet themselves so your parents did the best they could with the knowledge and the tools they had. Now the ball's in your court. What are you going to do about it? I hope this helped, love. If you got a question you'd like answered on the show, send it to thegoddessnurturer at gmail.com. You can also DM me on Instagram at thegoddessnurturer. And if you found this episode helpful, you will love Goddess Trance, our new platform helping women take back their mental and emotional power through reprogramming. After relationship trauma like this, like neglect, abandonment, um, a lot of 
intimate relationship trauma has destroyed their confidence or self-esteem. After working with dozens of women struggling to blossom after being abused, neglected, abandoned, exploited by people they loved, excuse the whatever that is, I'm at the park recording. Um, And having been one of those women myself, mind you, I realized just how often unresolved trauma and connection leaves even the most goal-getter, vibrant women in unconscious victim states, completely out of touch with their power and therefore struggling to take action on their purpose and really blossom in their path. And especially for healers and you know, star seeds and light workers, you know, all the light workers here to evolve and elevate consciousness to help heal our collective. Oh man, we have got to we gotta address this ASAP. Because relationships are unavoidable. You were brought here by your parents, right? And in the, like I said, the damage is inevitable. It just is what it is. The amount of time it takes you to heal from any damage done to your spirit by the relationships, your closest relationships, the people that claim to love you, the amount of time that it takes to recover and to decide who you are and to evolve and blossom into that being, your higher being. It's going to determine a lot about what you are able to achieve in your life. And if you ever do reach that potential, time is key. So I created a platform to help women reprogram in record time and get back their confidence and blossom into their full potential after love-related wounding. 10% of all proceeds are being donated to a foundation supporting domestic abuse recovery and prevention for women. Sign up for the app's launch and receive so many founders perks by visiting goddesstrance.com. That's G-O-D-D-E-S-S-T-R-A-N-C-E.com to learn and sign up before we launch. Right now, we're in pre-launch as I'm recording this, but by the time you hear this, we could already have launched. Just go check out the website and it'll let you know. Again, that's goddesstrance.com. I can't wait to see you there. Until next time, my love, be good to you and drop the top on these witches. <laughs> I'll see you later. Bye.